This is a podcast from Rover. Our next guest needs no introduction, though I've made one for him anyway. He's just announced his return to basketball with the Southland Sharks this month. He's played nine seasons in the NBL for the New Zealand Breakers, where he won four championships. Today, however, he's here to talk about your bum and your bow. Ladies and gentlemen, Alex Pledger, the Pledge Hammer. <laughs> yeah, hey, Pledge Hammer, how are you, mate? <laughs> Not too bad. I say it's the best radio introduction I've ever had. Oh, oh, big WC Lee's taking a yes. bear out there in the producer's suite. Stuff. <laughs> is that your is that your nickname, the Pledge Hammer? Because that's a dope nickname. Um, it's one of them. It's what? um, I've got a ton of nicknames. Well, let's even, let's I mean, hear you, you know we're a fan of nicknames yeah, on the show. You that's might what as well we do. Through them. Um, what do we have? We have well, Pledge Hammer, obviously, just Pledge, uh, Pledgend, um. Chief, they're probably the more common ones, and then there's just some other random ones that people make up various combinations of pledger and hammer and so on. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, thanks for having a chat to us. The reason why you are talking to us is because something very close to your heart, or probably actually closer to your rusty sheriff's badge, isn't it? Pretty close to there. Talk us through your uh, talk us through your journey. Yeah, well, it was pretty much bang on two years ago, maybe just a little bit longer than that. Um, down here in Invercargill about a month before the New Zealand NBL season started. Um, and yeah, a couple of months before that, I just had some unusual um, sort of stomach pains and trouble going to the bathroom. And I don't know how detailed I can get here. But, no, um, mate, we're, we're all detailed, 100% detailed. You go but, into but, it because um, there's a big list of symptoms that they do cover off on the Bell Cancer New Zealand website. Yeah, and, yeah. My, and my mate passed yeah. away from Bell Cancer, so go for gold. If people don't know, they don't know. Yeah, just, um, you know, the shape of it and the consistency of it and trouble getting it out, basically. Um, that's Those were the, the main things that were happening multiple months Um Leading up to it, um, the event that led led me to like at this point, I'd already seen uh, multiple GPs and gotten the just the old "you're not old, like you're too young for bowel cancer, you're too healthy, you're too this, you're too that." It's an old person thing, you don't like. And this was after explaining the somewhat extensive family history and that also. But yeah, so just got dismissed. Um, couple of times from the doctors and then one night um, I seemingly out of nowhere um, just started uh, bleeding quite heavily again it's bowel cancer so where that blood was coming from I'm sure you guys can connect the dots yeah Um, and yeah and it was it wasn't um, a little amount it was um, you know Game of Thrones, Red Wedding type Jeez. amount. So, um, and you're not a small like, human well, either. You're a, you're a large no, bit of cat. No. How, like, just for those people that aren't familiar with your basketball attributes, even though you've lifted um, more trophies than most in the sport, you're like, what are you weighing in at? Or what, pre pre this happening, what were you weighing in at? How tall are you? Uh, pre this happening, uh, I was. Uh, I'm seven foot one, and pre this happening, about 120. That's a massive bit of kit, man. So no doubt. Yeah. What do? You, who was the first person to alert uh, alert you to it? Did you did you feel something not quite right 
and then check. And there's, I mean, this is one of the things and probably why it makes it so weird to talk about is because we just, as fellas, the last thing we want to talk about is our assholes. And that's it's yeah. just one of those things that you you it's a real tough one to bring up. Whenever we're talking about it, we kind of dance around it and we give it all these weird nicknames to make it a little bit easier to chat about. But shit, oh dear, it must have been terrifying to see that coming out of your asshole. Uh, yeah, it was pretty alarming to to say to say the least. Um, so yeah, that was the okay. Something's definitely because obviously, as I've mentioned before, you know couple of months leading up to it hadn't been feeling that great and just a little bit of inconsistency and just change in bowel habits compared to what's normal um but yeah that was the real okay something's definitely not right here kind of light switch comes on moment so i went to a and e um and i was about to get sent home again um but one of the said after explaining the family history for about the fourth time and um, just explaining how things had been, you know, the five or six months leading up to it. Um, one of the surgeons who was, because this was pretty close to midnight at this point, um, one of the surgeons came over and um, just did the old finger up the backside test and um, and it was low enough that he could he actually felt the tumor wow. and so so luckily if it was up a few centimeters higher or if his fingers weren't as long I guess, <laughs> um, and, and, he, and he um and he couldn't feel anything i probably wouldn't have gone i um, probably would have been sent home um and uh you know things might not have been discovered until it was too late so um yeah i'd guess you know it's a little bit uncomfortable kind of lying there and fingers and other things to, for examinations to be done but um yeah luckily luckily enough it was in a low enough position where he was able to kind of you know kind of give me oh obviously the proper full diagnosis came a couple of days later once they'd done all the tests and scans and everything but um but yeah i was kind of Obviously not lucky, but and, but lucky that it was that that doctor was there and he decided to do a little bit extra compared to what some of the other people there did. Um, and yeah, he actually physically could touch it, um, and yeah, and that that explained why I had trouble going because for lack of a better word, the exit was blocked a little bit um and um and yeah it all kind of went from there and then so that that's how the initial um diagnosis happened and then it was um yeah had some radiation therapy and chemotherapy for five weeks um in Dunedin and had a major operation a couple of months after that um then what happened I had six months of chemotherapy after that um after that main operation um and that was pretty rough um just it was three days three days every two weeks um so by the time i'd gotten over it it was time to go around again um so yeah that was that was a pretty grueling time to get through that and then i had a for 
after that main that main operation that I had in September, I'm just trying to remember the dates. Yeah, September You must feel like your life was just, you know, someone had pause on it for like those couple of years there in the middle, and then to finally even think about getting back on the court must be an unreal feeling, like hitting play again. Yeah, that's that's a good way to describe it. Actually, it was just like you you couldn't you couldn't plan to do anything really. You know, like I I was sitting there waiting for that, um, you know. Stoma reversal operation for quite a long time, and I was told that I would probably get pushed back to the bottom of the list quite a bit because you know it's kind of a a lower um, lower priority thing, and obviously with the the health system in New Zealand being a bit stretched and understaffed, um, you know there were everyday things just got um, piled on top that I'd have to wait for. But yeah, it was just you know with a, a pandemic floating around, and um, obviously um, chemotherapy kind of rocks the immune system a little bit. So I had to be careful with um, with leaving the house and who I interacted with and, and stuff like that. But um, 
So yeah, a year ago, um, you know, whether being on the court um, was looking a little bit unlikely just with how I was feeling and, you know, not know because with uh, having that bag um, attached to me playing sport with that isn't really possible. So, um, yeah, so just kind of life being up in the air a little bit um, to where I am now. Um, yeah, I'm pretty uh, pretty proud of myself that I was able to um, recover and, uh, and you know, get to a point where I was able to, to get on the court a little bit. And, yeah, that... Um, that that first first minute that I was on the court the other day, um, yeah, it was just like the good old days. Um, got called for an illegal screen, literally the first position I was on the court, and um, good to be back. And then, yeah, and then uh, a couple of positions later, um, just launched one from a foot inside the three point line, every coach's favourite shot, but luckily it went in. Um, and yeah, so. Yeah, I was I was pretty gassed. Uh, I I couldn't go. I could only go for two three minutes at a time before I had to get subbed out. But um, yeah, it, uh, it definitely felt pretty nice to be out there. Go on, you man. Yeah, this is. I mean, if we're to go back, uh, the amount of times that you advocated for yourself, and we always talk about that, particularly throughout the month of November, uh, and anything in and around men's health. Full stop. It's like you said. You can continue. You know your body better than anybody else, and uh, as much as we would love GPs to always get it right. The reality is, is that they're humans and sometimes they miss things as well. And it just seems that time and time again that people just stop. And the people that stop and don't keep asking are no longer with us because you've just got to advocate for your own health. So if you were to give anybody that's listening to this right now tips on how to do that and what it is that you need to look out for so that they don't end up sort of, mate, if you'd left it for another six months, you, we might not be having this conversation. This is one year, what, you just gotten married and you find this out. Like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be with your wife any longer. Like, there are so many things that you would have missed out on if you weren't an advocate for yourself. Yeah, it's just, I think there's there's a couple of things. One would be, um, it's just something you have to get, it's just something you have to get comfortable talking about. Um, you know, guys, particular in New Zealand, I mean, you guys probably know the attitude I'm talking about, like the old, she'll be right, you know, or, you know, afraid that someone, you know, having a little look around in that area is, uncomfortable or makes you less of a man or something like that um that's just an attitude that we that we have to get rid of you know as you as you mentioned um you know if i didn't go to the hospital that night or if i was just or if an hour later you know that bleeding had kind of stopped and i was just like oh yeah i'm all good now um you know god knows what would have happened um uh if i was you know my diagnosis was discovered six months later um it's kind of scary to think about, to be honest. But um, but yeah, it's just you know not if, if things are different and for no apparent reason, you know, when it comes to um, um, your poop, whether it's the consistency of it, the shape of it, trouble getting it out, bleeding, abdominal pain, um, any of that kind of stuff, um, kind of rapid weight loss, an unexplained loss of weight. Um, all of those things, um, again, I don't want to scare people because those symptoms are, you know, those things can be symptoms of other things as well. You know, if you if you have symptoms similar to that, it doesn't automatically mean that you have cancer. 
but um, I'm uh, obviously a, a case of, you know, those things can mean that. Mm. And yeah, and just don't don't accept the oh you're too young or you're too healthy, you're you're not old enough or something like that. Um, is to just obviously don't don't be a dick, but um, <laughs> you know, just, Rule number but, one. but yeah, because as you mentioned, you know, doctors are humans as well, but you know, just not not accepting those answers, going to get second or third opinions, going to you know, just continue to, you know, push for the doctors to basically do everything that they can to get the answers that you're looking for and not just not just accepting the, oh, yeah, you're... Because, you know, I, I got that a couple of times and, you know, that the night that things started bleeding, um, if I just ignored it or didn't do anything, you know, as I mentioned earlier... Um, you know, it's you know, it's not a pleasant thought to think what things might be like um, uh, if that didn't happen. So that, that that's basically the thing. Just um, you know, dropping that kind of Kiwi male attitude that you know things will be all right, and um, just getting comfortable having uh, conversations about body parts that you might not be overly comfortable talking about, and also um, just not ignoring the symptoms and. Um, you know, pushing pushing doctors and GPs and stuff to, you know, make sure you get the get the results that you're looking for. Because the thing with bowel cancer is it's very it is very curable if it's discovered at an early enough stage. But unfortunately, just too many cases are discovered when it's too late because um, you know people either weren't pushy enough or just ignored the symptoms altogether. So what's the deal with Move Your Butt? Uh, June is Bowel Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, what is Move Your Butt and what are you going to be doing? Um, yeah, well, it's um, how Bowel Cancer New Zealand, um, it's like their main uh, fundraising initiative um, for raising funds. And it's, um, yeah, you can either do it by yourself or you can do it in a team. And it basically just encourages people because obviously one of the things with uh, bowel cancer, or like I mentioned before, um, about how people just ignore the symptoms is to, you know, not sit on the symptoms. That's one of the quotes that they, they like to use. Um, so, yeah, it's basically just encouraging people to um, to get up and just whether it, you know, you don't have to run a marathon or do anything wild like that, but it's just whatever you're capable of doing every day for the month of June, um, just getting up and um, and doing something active, whether it's could be walking, running along the beach, taking a dog for a walk, playing touch, playing basketball, going for a ride on the bike. It's yeah, it's just um, yeah, encouraging people to to be active and to, just to help raise awareness. And, and, and it's a bloody good thing as well, which is obviously why we want to get you on the show. I mean, it's incredible if you, we're talking to you who was a survivor of bowel cancer. Um, we see Lee's mum died of bowel cancer. My mate Richie died of bowel cancer at the age of 28, I think he was, maybe 29. Um, there's 1,200 people in New Zealand die a year of bowel cancer, which is pretty much four times the road toll. 
Um, and Which, th- when you put it like that, is wild. <laughs> yeah, and 3,000 people a yeah. year diagnosed, which is crazy because you'd think you'd see as many ads about bowel cancer on TV and government funding like you do for people dying on New Zealand roads when there's four times the amount of people that die. So, mate, I take my hat off to you. It's bloody good. Um, I pr- appreciate you for coming on the show and talking about mm. it. Um, and more importantly, how bloody good's basketball, mate? You're back into it and uh, you're getting your illegal fouls, you beauty, <laughs> and you're sitting on the couch at home right now watching your basketball game. You yeah. can't get it up still. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The um, yeah. I guess one thing about it is, um, my wife was probably quite happy that sport and basketball was over, and she's kind of subjected to watching it uh, for several hours a day all over again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, so yeah, she might not be overly uh, happy about the the NBA being on the TV all day every day, but um, but yeah, it's um, yeah. I'm, I'm just loving being back out there at the moment, and uh, yeah, just enjoying the NBA playoffs as well. Mate, with her being with her being five foot nothing, literally, that's what she is. Um, <laughs> she must realise how much space you take up when you are at home, because otherwise you would have been <laughs> out training or whatever it is. You come back and you'd you know it'd be like I don't know it'd be like having a great Dane in the house. You know they just <laughs> it's, it's the same dog but just way bigger. <laughs> Mate, uh, we appreciate you for coming on the show and, uh, yeah, we'll move our butts this June for sure and uh, cheers for your open and frank honesty, man, and we really appreciate it. No worries. And just for anybody out there uh, looking to sign up, whether it's um, just as an individual or to create their own team, um, if you just go to moveyourbutt.org.nz, that's where you sign up um, for Again, either just for yourself or um, if you want to create a team and create your own goal uh, and challenge for yourself. Or if you want to join the team that I'm on, um, when you go to the website, just search my name and uh, Team Alex Bridger will pop up on there somewhere. And um, yeah, just because that money that's raised, um, yeah, it goes a long way towards helping. um, It it goes to all sorts of stuff like um, physio, counselling, um, obviously research towards finding a cure, um, all that sort of stuff. It just, um, yeah, it's it's kind of the one month out of the year where Bell Cancer New Zealand does all of their fundraising. So if we can raise, um, I think they have a goal this year of $350,000, um, which will go a long way towards helping all of those things. And yeah, it's just a great cause to get behind. And um, yeah, hopefully we can get as, uh, many sign-ups and donations as possible. Mate, you're an absolute legend. We appreciate it and keep up the great mahi. Yeah, just step back. Stop being lazy. Shoot from outside the three, you miserable prick. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of my career, they got me running, um, just running straight from basket to basket. It's a little bit shorter from 3.9 to 3.9. <laughs> probably, probably, probably a little bit easier if probably a little bit easier on myself if I did that as well. Yeah. <laughs> Smarter, not harder. You should know that. <laughs> yeah.